welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Black Gaming Podcast, the only podcast here to tell you that as much as black people love dogs, we still not let them kiss us in the mouth. I'm your infamous host, the hood, Red with Heart of Gold himself, Cortez Washington, and I'm joined by a special guest. You can catch this person on Twitch. Uh, they are a variety streamer, as well as you can catch them on the Mutants Only Podcast. Please show some love to Spicy Lady or on the internet, or not on the internet, but <laughs> uh handles the spicy lady entertainment yeah yeah hello thank you for having me i'm excited to be here i know yeah, we had a we had a reschedule <laughs> like twice already i feel bad but it's good to be here <laughs> no it's all good i'm very very flexible that's the thing we're very flexible when it comes to these conversations um quick question uh do you let the do you let dogs kiss you in the mouth okay i do not um okay, but cool. i have a shih tzu and you know he'll he'll He's very bougie. He doesn't like to do all of that anyway. So, you know, he knows. But he'll yeah. if he, when he's feeling sweet, he'll like, he'll like, you know, put his cheek on me or something like that. But he knows, you know, the black <laughs> household. He just knows. That's good. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> um, so I start to show off like this. Uh, what is your first game in memory? So like, what's the first game you played that you were like, not necessarily like a career path, but you were like, oh, this is going to be a lifetime hobby for me. Um, dang. I, I, I think it was when I was a I was a kid and I had these church brothers um who would just enthralled me and my sisters with video games. Like we were supposed to be in children's church. We were just playing Dragon Ball Budokai, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think it had to have been Power Stone. Oh. Where I was like it was probably the first game where I was I wasn't just butt mashing. I was actually trying to pay attention to like the game and how to maneuver mm-hmm. and how to activate my ability like what to get um so i think that game really made me be like i like how centered this is i can mm-hmm. do something with this <laughs> so yeah <laughs> yeah nice nice um nice to pull out of like power stone a lot of people don't know uh i feel like unless you like actively like play the dreamcast you probably don't know about power stone but that's a dope one uh y'all was playing budokai at the church look <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm I'm surprised I was letting y'all play Budokai at the church. They probably thought that was some Look, uh, it was no, it was the best church ever. Like the kids' corner had its own room. We was away from service. So we we could we we would we would like read like a kid's story about Jesus and then they'd be like, put that game on. We'd just be playing <laughs> Jack yeah. about Budokai. We play they gave me my first um Game Boy. Oh, like, yeah, they like they it's funny because it was it's me, I'm the oldest of three, so it was me and my mm-hmm. two sisters, and it was the um our church brothers, they were three three boys too. So like it was like clone, like the Powerpuff girls and the Roddy Rough boys. It was okay. just <laughs> it was just like that, them training us in video games. So I, I really love that. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. <laughs> Shout out to churches that do that, man. More churches need to do that now. Let Please. that let 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 the kids play the games, man. Yeah. Please, 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 please. Jesus um, is there. He loves it. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus ain't come down and say, "Hey, put that shit down." Right, right. <laughs> look where I am now. You know, clearly, clearly, yeah. <laughs> it was meant to be. <laughs> uh, so, um, just to dive right into it, I want to really get into like your origin story of like how you got on this pathway of being a content creator, and then also I would love to talk to you about some, uh, some of the. Uh, spiciest topics you've had to talk about on the podcast too but first let's talk about content creation like how did you get on that pathway to becoming a content creator so it it started when um 
I was figuring out my degree. Mm-hmm. I, I always knew that I wanted to be entertainment since I was in high school. I loved the arts. Um, I was a dancer, still am, but I was really enthralled and creating stories, telling stories, however that may be. Mm-hmm. And so when I went to college after I got my AA in business administration, which is trash, it's just accounting. I hated it. Anyway, um, I happened to find this degree, um, which I have of entertainment management, and I just fell in love with the courses. The courses were really trying to groom you, shape you into what leader you wanted to be in entertainment. Mm-hmm. And I love that because I wanted to go to school for entertainment business, but unfortunately in the area where I was at, they didn't have it. So with this degree, it was like perfect for me. And it was just great because I love comics. I love manga, I love anime. I love sci-fi, all of that stuff. So like, as I'm learning at school, I'm applying it into my content creation. Cause I was like, I want to use this. And so it was just great. Cause it's like every, I'll go to class. I'd be like, Oh, this is this. And I'll apply that to like my podcast, my little podcast or um, my YouTube channel. So it was just, it was just a constant flow of like, this is possible to do like you can have a career in this so it was nice it was it was very inspiring but I think um definitely all started in high school when I was just figuring out life and I was like I don't want to do anything else but this (laughs) how do I do that and I just did research and went from there rest is history really (laughs) nice nice yeah it sounds good to like take the knowledge and the things that you've gained from school and then uh, applying them in real world you know like I feel like that real world application is definitely like one of the benefits of like if you are in college and you're doing something you're doing the same like maybe it's like an internship or something along the lines that is revolving around your major like that's always really cool and really dope to look into so I'm glad you was able to apply that stuff to yourself and building your own brand and things of that nature too Thank you. Thank you. I'm definitely really blessed because I know not a lot of people can, you know, apply their scholarship, you know, scholarship, apply their uh, degree, you know, currently, you know, so I was I was really blessed where I was like able to do that in real time and even after graduating, um, still still doing it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really awesome. Um, and so like uh far as like so you said you were doing a podcast first was that like did that did that podcast branch off to you doing your own twitch streaming and things of that nature or was uh just the twitch streaming just your own just different narrative of like i want to go on my own route doing that stuff so um sort of kind of yes because my 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 um my old podcast by city talks i was talking about anime but i was trying to talk about like all entertainment news so i would talk about Mm -hmm. gaming news here and there and stuff like that and it's funny because i was in college and i was like i'm like i'm not like a pro at video games so i don't Mm -hmm. want you know like i have cool reaction people love my reaction that's why i was almost a reacting channel on youtube but i was like i just i don't know about it i'm i'm not like the best like you know Mm -hmm. but then it's funny because i was i was in my dorm one one day just kind of like chopping up with my roommate and out of nowhere she was like mind you I didn't tell her anything what I was doing she was like you need to make a twitch channel and I was like girl huh and she was like you be perfect for it like you need to make a twitch channel like right now like do you have one and I was like no she's like you should make one and after that I was just like you know what let me go ahead and do this because <laughs> it was just so random and I'm like that's that's nothing but a sign to just make it so after that I was like let me just make it and see and then 
you know, rest, the rest is history. So um, I, I love it. I love it. I really do. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, I always hear that, too, from people. It's like somebody else saying, like, you should just do that. And then you'd be like, you think so? And you'd be like, yeah, because, you know, you get in your own head. Like, I should do this thing. And then you back out like, nah, I ain't going right. to do that shit. <laughs> and I and shout out to my friends, too, because like when I my first like month of making it like they were showing up and showing out and i was like y'all need to stop let me just get it from the mud but they were just like and i i reached affiliate status so quickly because of my friends so i was just so grateful i was like oh my gosh thank you so yeah it's definitely a, a passion of mine where i'm like i can't give up on this like people are always telling me like just keep going in it so i'm just like okay it's hard out here <laughs> it is i'm trying yeah and i see you still have iterations of your uh your uh spicy lady chats with like the news talking about the news and stuff on your channel um okay. and uh and i could feel you like right now it's a drought when it comes to gaming news right now there ain't nothing really going on because it's the beginning of the year right <laughs> except for the e3 stuff of playstation and all of that but then again what else is new with e3 when it yeah. comes to pulling out <laughs> Yeah, I don't even know what the fuck they're gonna do with E three anymore. I feel like they're gonna keep it. They might not. A lot of big, a lot, a lot of the like the main, the three majors are out now, right? Or it's, mm-hmm. it's PlayStation, Nintendo, because they all have their own showcases now. Like yeah. you know, and then you have uh, Jeff Goffrey, whatever. Like the things he be hosting. You know what I'm saying? Like people yeah. don't really like go to E three anymore, and it and it's been canceled for like a few years now. So I think yeah. it's definitely time to re reevaluate but yeah other than that mm-hmm. like i know the xbox showcase was happening a few days ago um i didn't watch it but other than mm-hmm. that yeah everybody got their own stuff now so it's like streaming yeah. services <laughs> yeah they realized like it's i think with the pandemic everybody realized how cheap it was just to rent out a studio and do that rather than right do this big ass gigantic fucking presentation and try to do all that stuff it's like no we can rent out a studio uh, whip something up within two weeks and then have it on air. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't gonna be like this so, like this whole big spectacle to fly people out and all this shit. Like it's way more cost efficient. And uh, honestly, I like it better just because they they're able to like structure the presentation how they want to, not right. falling within the confines of what an E3 presentation is supposed to be or something like that. So I just like to host one of these events if if anyone's listening and one of these organizations. Yeah, speak it into existence. <laughs> I feel like I'd be a perfect host, you know. Just holla at your girl, please. Yeah, speaking into existence. Yeah, that's how you got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So um, so I know you not only like do dabble in the gaming, but you also like dabble in comics a lot, especially with your uh, mutants only podcast. Uh, can you can you talk a bit about that and um, how that experience has been going for you too? Yeah. So I um I just I. I feel like comics has always been my first love since I was a kid. Um, mm-hmm. My dad kind of sort of got me into the whole research aspect when I was obsessed over uh, Storm from the mm-hmm. X-Men movies. <laughs> and my dad yeah. was like, look up the comics, girl, because this ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> Storm was non-existent no. in the movies. I feel him on that. My dad <laughs> was tired of it because I wanted to be her every year for Halloween. Well, I wanted to be the Catwoman, too. My dad was like, look up these characters, girl, because you, you just, really irk me. You just wanted to be Halle Berry. That's all. Right. <laughs> and my dad was like, girl, look up Catwoman in DC and look up Storm and Marvel because this ain't it. All right. And so, and so I did that. And because first he put me on to Arthur Kitt and, you know, 
know her and just mm-hmm. like black women in general in comics and films so after that i was like oh she's she's cool in the comics she's married to t'challa oh who is that and so yeah. it was just like a a trickle down effect for that so for me it's only podcast it's kind of just like a love story to my love for x-men and storm um because the current comics are very uh uh x-men heavy lately with their new mm-hmm. slate that they're coming out with that i'm really excited about mm-hmm. um but yeah i i, I want to be its only podcast just to be about um us like reading the x-men comics and applying it to real world because that's what they originally were made for mm-hmm. and seeing how all of this stuff is ap- applicable like now and yeah. I and I wanted to use it as a way for someone to hear and listen and see themselves in these characters as they're reading along with us or just hearing our commentary mm-hmm. and kind of taking something from it. Like, okay, cool. Like, like being outcast, you know, like is okay. Like people are like this. It's all right. You, like you survive, yeah. but that's what makes you extraordinary. And so that's kind of like why it's like mutants only because it's just like you know if you're not part, you know. <laughs> only x-men um but yeah that's that's kind of like where on the console came up with it shout out to my brothers jv abe um blur central beater blur those are my brothers they they literally were like hell yeah let's do this (laughs) so i was like i don't know who wants you need who wants to be on it but they were like hands down on it so it was it was great so yeah our first yeah, episode is up and running right now. That's dope. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, and it sounds like that's a good, like, honestly, that is a good way to like approach something that was started. Like, because is it is it true that the X Men comics were started up like based on like the civil rights movement and stuff like that? Like, yeah, that, that's it's kind of what it's been implied over the years that okay. um it's like you know Xavier and um mm-hmm. Magneto's characters are kind of like off of that loosely based off of that which mm-hmm. i mean it's extremely prevalent <laughs> yeah you know throughout but i think in the early ones it's a little like raw i don't think that becomes yeah. like way more true until like later on until yeah. when everything's kind of smooth but um yeah mm-hmm. yeah because i've always heard that narrative like that like uh one that the whole taps cling on to they'd be like you know brother that the x-men comics were about us right and i'm like okay uh, and then i then i'll look at some stuff and i'm like is this really about us and then <laughs> you know so i like i'm glad that you like provided that context but like yeah it's good to like it with anything any form of art you know life imitates art so any so anything that you can take like you can uh bring to the table and compare it to a real life situation like it is you are going to see some similarities so it's dope that y'all right. doing that especially from the black perspective too of like uh providing that like that feeling of attachment to certain things that people don't want us to attach to you know yeah you know trust me we talk about storm every issue like every <laughs> issue we're like storm the mvp she just was standing there she's just the mvp but um yeah it's it's great and we talked about this on it where it's like like for these comics to come out this early on and to have like a russian character during mm-hmm. a time where america was very like anti like soviet and all of them like they're like for them to have a and lovable character in Cyclops, mm-hmm. you know, to have that so early on and have him be one of like, the most lovable characters in existence was definitely a bold choice for Marvel to do that. I appreciated them for it because that definitely took guts to do. And yeah. they didn't get it correct. They didn't always get it right with how they uh-huh. portrayed it. But for that time period, it was definitely, um, I feel like, progressive in itself for sure. Yeah. 
and a black and a, and a black woman on top of that you know. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a powerful like just like powerful like rich history yeah. of like storm and like like how much she's accomplished and like how she's like look with with the x-men or without the x-men i'm still gonna be a badass so fuck, right. fuck what y'all talking about you know so it's like yes. that's that's always dope as hell too i i think um not to not to talk too much about the white people but i think cyclops did get a bad rep in the x-men movies they just kind of made him a dick and, he is a dick yeah and <laughs> then he dies so like i i, I always feel sorry for him it was, they was like we got to make a good guy we got to make an asshole like and wolverine was the lovable asshole and and cyclops was just mm-hmm. a, a complete dickhead just in the up. comics they both were assholes <laughs> like wolverine <laughs> was not a nice person in the comics like he was no. mean to people um but so was scott <laughs> scott was a freaking uh like whatever but yeah 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 but I, yeah they definitely i don't know scott is just he, he drives me crazy it's like he's a good leader respect him but i i don't respect him when it comes to him wilding out about gene it's like you're gonna you're gonna fight your teammates scott because they're trying to calm your crazy behind down from destroying the whole you know what i'm saying it's just like yeah. all right relax yeah yeah <laughs> let me not get into it because i can go into rant so let me no, stop. Right. um so i got a question how do you think that uh how do you think marvel's gonna handle like integrating the x-men into their stuff you think they're gonna go with the multiverse thing or they're gonna do something entirely different oh i i, I 100 percent believe that um it's all gonna come down in secret wars only because they have they like when you look at the slate yeah they're introducing like uh, some slew of characters but like they've been hinting at the mutants since like forever you know mm-hmm. and probably most of us in madness and miss marvel and before that and Secret wars in the comics it's basically well 20, 2015 version it's basically where like all of the marvel um unlimited verse i think unlimited please someone correct me if it's wrong but it's, it's the marvel unlimited which is where miles was um created in and mm. then the 616 universe and they come together and they kind of like meet each other for this like war obviously and so i i do i do the mutants were there obviously too the fantastic four kind of like started it because they created this like um this like generator thing multiversal generator thing that connected them with the universes so i mm. i definitely do believe that secret wars is going to be mutants like heavy as well as like miles because looking at this phase i'm like i don't know where we're going to see miles at so i'm like it has to yeah. be secret wars because i don't see any other spider-man anything um but yeah i do believe secret wars is definitely not film that we're going to see mutants besides the deadpool uh movie that was confirmed for wolverine but yeah yeah, yeah. And it, and it seems like with the Secret Wars too, they like are being really guarded about it, just because like they're just showing a lot of Sam Samuel L. Jackson, but nothing else really in the scrolls and stuff. But that's about it. So oh no, that's Secret Invasion. I'm sorry. Oh, it's Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion and their Secret Wars. Where it's oh, like... sorry. Yeah, I'm tripping. My bad. <laughs> no, it's okay. I I can mix them too. It's fine because yeah. I think in the comments, Secret Invasion was when the scrolls uh were yep. like everyone was scrolls <laughs> like the yeah. Whole... And I and I like how this one's like a espionage one. I'm like, ooh, I like mm-hmm. this. Sorry. Yeah, 
I wonder if they have. I wonder what the tells are gonna be like of a scroll. Like they just get some. They get like one thing about pop culture wrong or something. Or well, because some scrolls. I don't know. Probably because some scrolls have been on here for a while, and then if yeah. you, if you watched um, Captain Marvel, there are ways of figuring out if a scroll scroll, and some of it's just punching them in the face. So yeah. you know, <laughs> and that's the route I go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, just if you have an inkling, just just test it out. Just bow, 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 and then you know, probably right. And if you're not, you can just apologize. It's okay. Yeah, be like a superhero. Be like, my bad. It's just an actor effect from the super soldier serum. My bad, dog. <laughs> Sometimes I just I just punch random people. Damn, right, man, I just I gotta spaz them. You know, yeah, I gotta punch people in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll definitely work. Uh, so with the last year finishing up, of uh, what were some uh just to transition to gaming? Uh, what were some of your favorite games of last year that you played? And then what was some what was a game that like kind of disappointed you or like left a sour tasting or foul tasting your mouth oh this is hard because and oh, also too it doesn't have to be uh a game that came out last year it could just be a game you played last year okay cool because i was like oh gosh okay so the game i played last year i had a lot of fun playing arkham knight because I was gearing up for Gotham Knights and I had a lot of fun playing Arkham Knight. I was yeah. just loving the comic book lore. I love DC. So I was just mm-hmm. loving all of the characters that came in. It didn't feel too much. I was like, this is a comic book video game. Like, this is how yeah. you do that. And so I, had, I, had, I enjoyed playing that game. Um, a game that disappointed me, sadly enough, was Gotham Knights. Mm. Um, I just, I expected more from the game. Mm-hmm. Um, it it, I've, it tried to be like its predecessors, mm-hmm. but it didn't like deliver. And it's like the fact mm-hmm. that we had to wait this long. It was just like I'm not impressed type thing. Um, yeah. So that's the thing. Um, I love the upgrade abilities. I loved um, the story. I felt like it was a little slow at times. I mm-hmm. felt like they could have picked up the pace a little bit with the story. Um, <clears throat> but other than that. Um, the, the cute the bat family parts was really what kept me like playing because it was just cute and adorable and um i do i did like the fighting combats i didn't like the flying i thought the flying was like a little limiting at times but um mm-hmm. besides that you know I, I i would just say i was like i expected more so i want to say i was like disappointed i guess i was just like i want more for this game um but yeah i think all of that for last year yeah because arkham knight was with the game where i was like whoa <laughs> yeah yeah and that's that's funny because i've been i've been recently playing arkham knight too uh and i just forget how beautiful the game was and how much work they how much work they put into it like right. especially like i didn't notice like when you jump to glide like his his cape flicks the water off and every time oh. i just like stop and i just do that every time i'm like this shit is dope and like just so many details and then seeing like and just seeing like some of the gameplay at gotham knight and i'm being like oh they really wanted to they kind of hollowed out all the like denseness they would have put in there look like to like uh really uh implement the multiplayer ability and stuff like that so which is unfortunate um did you did you have you had a chance to play with other people on there or have you just played it solo not yet i played it solo. i finished it like a few months back Mm, because okay. I was struggling with my clay face uh, <laughs> level. I was <laughs> freaking pissed, man. I, oh my, I hate that clay face level so much. It was too long. That's yeah. thing. Like some of the, some of the levels be too freaking long. Like why was clay face like four chapters long? Like it should not <laughs> have been that long. 
Um, but um, but yeah, uh, to answer your question, yeah, no, I, I, guess, I forgot. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Stop talking. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, what's 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 some games you're looking forward to that's coming out this year that you really want to play? Ooh, Street Fighter Six. Obviously, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Right, Six. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. excited for Street Fighter Six. I love Kimberly. I feel like she's gonna be definitely a main of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited for. I love how Street Fighter understands that they are a tournament-based game, and I love yeah. how they implement that into their game to where it'll be easier for people to create tournaments within the game and not have to worry about you know any extra stuff i love that i love when games listen to their fans and are aware of where they stand out in the esports market especially Mm -hmm. so i'm looking forward to that i would definitely host some some tournaments for street fighter 6 as well um that and then tekken 8 i'm excited for tekken 8 all the fighting games really but yeah tekken 8 especially (laughs) yeah that's i didn't realize that like i was looking at like the release date for Tekken 8 and Tekken 8 Tekken I mean Tekken 7 came out like what five years ago or something like that yeah I think and so and I, I was shocked I was like damn that like game's been out for five years I thought it came out like 2020 or something like that but you feel, man. yeah but it's like I like one thing I really love about the fighting games is the longevity that they have right. they try to implement like if you do a good you don't have to drop a new new version of a game for like you said five years five ten years sometimes you know mm-hmm. i mean uh um like unless you're really trying to like appease some people like you know like they drop the smash brothers just because you know they do it every console they drop one right but like the but they really didn't have to really drop another one you know they could have just uh imported the one from the wii u and then that would have been it but the fact that they did ultimate is like they they instilled that like longevity of that game and how what how it can be applied it's fucked up nintendo don't want to work with you know fighting game tournaments but like (laughs) yeah it's it's dope that they built out that longevity it's like oh yeah you can play it play it online do whatever but don't you don't you try to have no tournament i don't know what the fuck you got going on dang i didn't know that actually (laughs) yeah nintendo nintendo does not like people uh Mm. They, it was a it was a huge thing when it first came out or like when they started like blocking like evo and other folks from using some of the games but i think they're like starting to uh double back but yeah Nintendo. as they should like like yeah any any place i go to is like oh smash like play smash bros like you know what i'm saying like it, it's yeah. just part of the culture now where it's like it's smash bros tekken um yeah street fighter is any any popular you know game like that where it's gonna you know have that intensity i guess yeah. that's crazy i didn't know that <laughs> yeah and i think uh i think it's just they want they cut probably i mean you know nintendo yeah. games don't go for sale <laughs> i don't play nintendo games and i don't play i don't i only played when i was younger now with these consoles whatever i'm mm. like i'm good off of it if i play it one of these days i'll play it but i'm not like making it my prior my like priority to like you know play nintendo games <laughs> yeah 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 i feel you on that yeah um yeah uh i know like especially like getting in like transitioning to the nintendo getting into the nintendo world is expensive in general like you gotta get a switch you have to get all their all their mainline games are all 60 dollars. like there's yes. nothing that's like 40 30 20 all their games are, like every game that like really runs great on the switch and looks beautiful on the switch typically runs for 60 dollars unless it's made by indie dev 
which is like and they usually and some of the best indie dev games i've seen on there run for like 15 like 15 to 20 dollars which is dope but right. yeah all the mainline first party games 60 bucks out the door straight up like just and, crazy but the little things i'm like i remember yeah. i tried to buy a switch and i was like dang and then like because like it was sold out i'm like damn well i guess yeah. it wasn't meant to be but i saw like the game i'm like this is 70 dollars like for these small yeah. little games i might as well go back to my playstation and get a game another game i'm actually gonna play consistently mm-hmm. yeah and that's all it is too yeah because i play my switch but like it's been collecting dust recently and i and i feel ashamed about it but i've had mine since 2017 so like you know okay so okay, i don't yeah. i don't feel bad like that right. so yeah oh yeah <laughs> well uh we're getting close to the end of the episode um and this is the time where uh i let the guests do some positive affirmations and provide some uplifting words for the listeners and for the community so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna take a step back let you step up and give off some positive affirmations for the community and some for the folks out there just listening Oh, this is like okay. I like I like this. Um, I don't know what to say. Um, yeah, guys. So if uh, look, if there's anyone out there who is curious about making content or just entering the entertainment business, um, don't feel uh, I guess stifled to not do it. Do it if it's a passion of yours. If it's something that you're constantly thinking about, just pursue it, and I promise you the payoff will happen it's gonna take work and patience but um the payoff and support that you get along the way um is definitely meaningful and worth in the end you know kind of like watching one piece um but yeah so just keep at it keep growing keep learning educate yourself and give yourself grace because you're only human and this life is about the journey not not the marathon no i said that incorrectly (laughs) This life is a journey, okay? It's not a race, so yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Awesome. Thank you so much. That was uh, well needed, you know? Yeah, it's a marathon, not a sprint, you know? And you got to be on top of it. Um, spicy lady, thank you so much. It's funny saying spicy lady because I feel, I feel like I'm like <laughs> saying something <laughs> negative. Like, like you know, people used to be like, hey, ladies, you know? Like, then that like nasty, like, cat calling way so when yeah. i say spicy lady i want to say like spicy lady thank you oh for like like a like a, like a stripper dj but oh i gotta revert back and be <laughs> equitable and mindful of mm-hmm. what your name is and your brand so oh, i yeah. appreciate that it's yeah, no no no, no it's yeah. funny because whenever i go into like jrpg servers to put my name they're like this is inappropriate i'm like wait <laughs> 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 you can't use spicy on here and i'm like why so okay thank you for the context that was just like i never understood it but okay <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show uh where can the people find you on the socials and what can they expect when they tune into your content thank you first of all thank you for having me it's been so chill here and um yeah you guys can find me on twitch especially gaming i stream every tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday um i play fighting games but i'm a variety streamer so you know i'm playing overwatch 2 right now um i also have a youtube channel especially lady talks where i review and discuss entertainment stuff so i um have some reaction um videos up there um and comic news slates things like that yeah for my content you can just expect goofiness silliness being loud but 
ranting about entertainment, comics, manga, anime, video games, all that fun stuff. Um, hope you guys enjoy that stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was nice to be on here again. Thank you again for having me. I had a great time. Oh, yeah, of course. Thank you so much for coming on and uh, talking about your story and all the things that you are uh, got your hands in and things you're doing. Um, if you want to find us, we are on Twitter. We are on Facebook and we are on Twitch at UBG pod. Um, and you can find us on uh, TikTok as well. We're not very active on there, but we're on there, too, at UBG pod. And as always, thank you so much for tuning into the episode. Remember, be happy, drink some water. And keep gaming.